Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast. We're talking about the costly consequences of cutting corners in marketing. And it's a topic that I've been talking a little bit about on social media, and it's definitely resonating. Um, with a lot of founders and a lot of service providers, because we we're approaching this time of uncertainty in the economy, and I feel like there's this this need, there's this desire, people acting out of fear and sort of being very very careful about how they spend their money, which is a good thing, um, but also there's a lot of corners being cut and unrealistic expectations for executors for folks that are you know social our social media managers or our our marketing assistants right these expectations um, that founders are putting on these these folks that are executing in marketing it's causing a lot of frustration on all sides and we're going to dig into that a little bit today and I'm going to offer some some solutions that it's going to kind of help you navigate this this time and double down and focus on investing in the things that are really going to move the needle in your business. But before we get into all of the nitty gritty, first, I want to thank you for being here. It brings me so much joy that I have you out there in podcast land listening to the Marketing for Stars podcast. And if you find this podcast valuable, it would mean the world to me if you can share it with an entrepreneurial friend We talk all things marketing and growth and sales here on this podcast for startups. And I know there's a lot of folks out there that need some help in this area. And I would love for you to share the podcast with them. The second thing, um, and I'm going to speak a little bit about this later in the episode, but I have a really exciting, amazing free workshop coming up on July 11th, where I'm going to show you my four-step system on how to build a lean and profitable marketing department for yourself. So if you're sort of feeling a little bit lost, especially around this topic of where do we really invest money to see the ROI, this workshop is going to go way deeper than I go in um, this episode to sort of cover how are we going to build an effective, really lean and cost-effective marketing uh, team to help get our business to the next level. So if you're interested in joining the free workshop, You just have to head over to uglyventures.com. That's U-G-L-I, ugly with an I, U-G-L-I-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S.com backslash workshop. Okay, uglyventures.com backslash workshop. Okay, let's get into what is this cost, right? What is the cost of cutting corners in our marketing? So I have been a fractional chief marketing officer, marketing director for about 15 years now, all over the world. I've dealt with 
interns. I've had really expensive, fancy agencies I've worked with. I've worked with, you know, different cultures, different customs of work in Mexico and Dubai and China and all around the world. Okay. And there's one common thread that I can see with the teams that I work with, individuals that really excel in their role and ones that do not. And you need to be aware of what you're trying to accomplish when you're assigning tasks to anyone on your team. And this is a huge mistake that I see a lot of founding teams make where we kind of are hiring maybe interns or people that are a little bit less experienced in marketing and sort of thinking that they could figure it out. They can kind of YouTube their way into understanding, you know, how to create funnels or how to um, create a profitable Instagram uh, social account, right? And of course, when you're getting lean and you're getting you're lean and you're super scrappy in the very beginning, that is a necessary step, right? You probably yourself as the founder, when you first started, you know, you figured out how to send emails in your CRM. You figured out how to post on social. You figured out how to do everything yourself, right? But as we establish ourselves as founders, we understand our customers' needs a little bit more. It is time to start growing a team. And yes, maybe you start with a virtual assistant. Maybe you start with someone that's a generalist that can do a, a very little bit of everything. But when you decide that you're really going to double down on your business and you're really going to grow, then you have to start thinking more strategically about the team members or any contractor or freelancer you bring into your business. And oftentimes, candidates tend to overpromise and underdeliver. And this is where things get really frustrating for founders. This is why I speak to so, so many business owners that are frustrated with their marketing departments and feel like they're not getting any return on their investment. And a big reason for this is because you have inexperienced marketing generalists that are doing everything either poorly, right? Or just kind of skating by and they're doing too much. You don't have anyone that actually is experienced on your team that have gotten results in the past that they can then replicate for you. And why are we getting these inexperienced generalists into our team is because of the budget, right? We actually are not sure what to invest money in that's going to actually move the needle. Now, I'm not saying that you need to get experts on your team from day one. Absolutely not. A marketing generalist, someone that can schedule your emails and kind of, you know, do the baseline sort of scheduling for social media. That is a very useful uh, role to have in your team. And it's more like a marketing admin, right? But when you want, when you need to see results, you need to see conversions. Okay, now we need to move into a mind frame of being much more strategic about who are we bringing in? Because if you are pushing this marketing generalist, this marketing admin, and expecting them to 
uh, have their role turn into sales leads and and uh, sales conversions, again, you're probably going to be really disappointed. But don't worry, I have a solution for you, right? Because the way that I build teams is very, very strategic. And if you can be very intentional about building your team, you're going to end up in a place where you understand exactly what you need to accomplish to move the needle and actually get those that ever-flowing pipeline of leads kind of moving and going into your business. That's what we want, right? That's the point of marketing. The point of marketing is to deliver sales-qualified leads, which are folks that are ready, willing, and able to buy from you to either your sales page or your sales team. That's the objective. And so there's a lot of things to do in marketing. There's a lot of different topics of marketing, right? There's SEO, there's your website, there's email funnels, there's social media. And that's why taking one step back and getting a strategic plan together is the first step that you need to take in order to save money in your marketing team. So it may be a little bit counterintuitive because oftentimes we have a vague idea of what needs to happen in marketing and we hire sort of kind of inexperienced folks to sort of figure it out for us, or we expect them to figure it out for us. And this is where founders really get frustrated when I'm speaking to them. They really are frustrated because they thought that that social media manager, or they thought that that um, web developer could actually put together their marketing plan, their marketing program. What I call the 24 by seven marketing flywheel. It's this marketing system that's always churning. But here's the problem. These individual executors, even if they get very good at executing in one specific thing, oftentimes I I find it almost impossible to find that social media manager that is thinking globally about the marketing department, thinking in that in the full pipeline, the full funnel of marketing that they really know how to um, establish and activate that full funnel for the marketing, right? And so that's why we need to step back and we need to understand, well, what is our strategic plan? What is going to be our roadmap for success? And I always go back to strategy because strategy is not that you need to have the perfect strategy out the gate, but starting with a strategic plan gives you the framework to iterate and improve. See, a lot of the trouble starts when you're kind of randomly executing all of these different pieces of marketing and you're unsure how everything fits together. When you're executing against a specific framework and against a specific strategy, well, now everything is organized in a way that you can see how one action sort of affects the other. Everything in marketing should be like dominoes falling, right? And if the if if you've ever created do, a domino track, right? You know that if some moments it breaks, right? So the dominoes could be falling, 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 and then there could be a curve or something where it just doesn't continue. It actually stops in its tracks. And this is a really good metaphor for what happens in the marketing. So the dominoes set up like that actually gives you a visual to understand what's broken, right? Well, a framework works the exact same way. And it's not until you step back and you start being more strategic that you can set everything up properly so you see what's breaking. You see what's not working. Because oftentimes, 
you know, if we're not getting, this is a, a very easy example. Let's say we're not getting a, um, enough website traffic from our Instagram account, right? You really want folks to get to your website so they can start learning more about you, right? And so we can kind of, you know, blame the social media manager and say, your posts are not catchy enough, your posts are not, right? But actually what might be the problem is that whatever lead magnet or whatever offer you have to entice people to get to your actual website is not performing. So it may not be the quality of the posts. It may be actually what is the offer that you're trying to give to people to get them onto the website in the first place. So you can see that having things set up properly in a structure in a certain framework is going to allow you to sort of look at all the pieces of the puzzle and then dig into the data that's associated with each of those stages, right, of this roadmap or what I call the 24 by 7 marketing flywheel. You're looking at that flywheel and you can dig deeper into data to support some of your theories, right? So if I were to say uh, folks are not uh, really signing up for a lead magnet, right, and we're expecting the social media to be bringing people to sign up for that lead magnet, well, in this framework, you can start looking at, okay, well, what is some data we can look at to see how people like that, that lead magnet? And you can look at the bounce rate on the landing page, for example. People are bouncing really quickly off the landing page. Maybe the messaging is not compelling for that lead magnet, or maybe the landing page is confusing. There's so many different um, layers of experimentation um, through looking at the data that you can kind of activate and you can iterate and improve on these the, the ways in which you're executing the marketing, but only if things are hit up against a plan. So when you have your strategic marketing plan and you understand what are the pieces that need to be flowing, what are the pieces that are going to equal conversions for me, right? What is the actions that I want my marketing to actually um, deliver? Then you can start to identify um, the pieces that are going to be more important than others. So for example, if you're, you know, if you're doing outbound sales, for example, you need a lot of marketing to sort of support your outbound sales team. This could be um, with sort of email funneled, getting, uh, getting people you know, to book a call and then make sure they're showing up for the call, getting sales enablement materials, like marketing around that. That could be really important for you. You might need a great uh, sales um, conversion copywriter. You may need a great graphic designer. And maybe your social media manager isn't that important of a role. So you can spend the money investing on a conversion copywriter, right? That's really going to move people into action. That actually could be really, really worthwhile. And maybe we get an intern to just make sure that we have things flowing on social media if that's not our main. Um, nurture tactic for our for our business, right? Or perhaps we choose to do a podcast like this, right? And we're going to pour a lot of time, energy, money into the podcast. We want to grow the podcast, and maybe you know Instagram or social media isn't your top priority, but you know that it has to be flowing, right? So then we get sort of maybe someone a little bit less experienced to kind of roll through the social media, and we focus on getting. Uh, some team members on board that can really produce an amazing podcast for us. 
So the point I'm trying to make here is having a strategic plan gives you priorities. And when you're prioritizing um, what are your most important actions in marketing, well, then you could actually invest in the right people to execute um, the things that really need to get those results, right? Um, and so what we tend to do is A, not be super strategic about okay, where do we need those conversions to come from and what are sort of the roles associated with that? Um, we just kind of have our generalists try to do everything. Now, the problem with that is we just are paying these more inexperienced executors and we're not getting the results. So in the end, we're losing money because we're not making the sale, right? And so what I want to put into your, into your brain space here, into your head is that, you know, what would it take? And oftentimes, Getting someone on board that's really kick-ass, great experience, has um, has gotten results for other you know clients before. They can show you their their history, their resume, you know the data behind what they've accomplished. Doesn't have to be a full-time retainer person or even a part-time retainer person. This could be a closed project. This could be a closed project that spans a couple weeks or a couple months. To, to set up one part of your marketing that's really, really going to make an impact, right? This could mean, you know, a closed project with a great conversion, um, sales conversion copywriter that's going to set up some email sequences for you, right? Or maybe this is um, a really great uh, copywriter to even create an amazing lead magnet for you. That's or someone that's going to help test some messaging for you, right? So. Start with a strategy and identify what is really most important for your sales, right? Think about your sales team and how you sell, how you bring revenue in and work backwards from there. You know, what's the step before someone comes to the sales page? What's going to be that flow? Where's going to be your lead generation sources, right? Um, or I'll, alternatively, right? If you're really going to, you know, you plan on acquiring customers through ads, again, don't get your generalist or someone that's inexperienced to run your ads. I see this all the time. We have this idea where it's like, we'll figure it out, right? We'll just figure it out. We can get some YouTube videos and we'll just figure out how to do the ads ourselves. And that's fine if you have months and months and months to kind of tweak and figure it out, or you hire a great, um, a great ads person to kind of create your ad. And then you just make sure you have a great funnel attached to that ad. And then you can maybe cut corners in other areas of your marketing department. So it all starts with the strategic thinking, the strategic roadmap. It's 24 by seven marketing flywheel. Okay. That's your roadmap. We start there and we work backward and we identify maybe the one, the one, um, key action that we need for the next 90 days that's going to that we can prioritize over other things. And again, I know we want to move fast as founders and we want to do everything at once, but it takes um I think that if you're trying to run lean and stick to sort of a, a specific budget with your marketing, you understand is either you can go fast, right? Or you can um you can like go fast and spend a lot of money or you can cut your costs and go a little bit slower. But that's the trade-off, right? You can't go fast and have the quality. Um, you can't go fast, pay nothing, and have the quality. 
it's just the, it's just like the, it's just a fact of life. And we see this in other areas of our lives. You know, if you're buying crummy products in your, in your day-to-day life that they break easy, the quickly or whatever that are cheap, we know that in our, in our day-to-day life. And sometimes we forget to apply that in our, in our business. And we need to stop expecting the world out of young, inexperienced marketers. I, in the teams that I lead, the marketers, they're so excited to have someone that's experienced guiding them, you know, because just kind of YouTubing around and trying to figure it out all yourself, it's frustrating for them, right? A lot of the information that's out in the world, it's very, it's very general. And businesses, especially startups, especially when it's that intricate moment where that product market fit, you're trying to understand your customers better and all of these things, there really is specific advice, right? Specific marketing strategies that need to be applied to your specific business. And it's difficult for inexperienced marketers to know exactly what that is. That's why it tends to take much more time if you're getting your sort of um, you know, marketing managers or your interns to try to take care of the marketing for you. If you want to go faster, you need to invest in the right things. You need to invest in getting a great strategic plan going, right? Fundamental, do your quarterly planning, okay? We're, we're going to be coming up on Q3 now. You've got to get solid planning in place for the next 90 days. You need to understand your marketing roadmap, that 24 by seven marketing flywheel, you must, must, must understand um, how all of these pieces of marketing work together to bring you more leads and revenue in your business. You have to invest in that strategy and then very intentionally build your lean team, investing a little bit more in the places that are going to really move the needle, right? And then you can kind of cut costs on the things that you know have to keep turning, but maybe are not that most important, vital, intricate actions that are going to um, translate into sales, right? So I have a a lot of deeper insights on how to build that lean team um, in this workshop that's happening on July 11th. So go to uglyventures.com backslash workshop, and you can see all the details of all the things we're going to work through. In that workshop, I'm going to show you the two key roles that you need to start any marketing department that is going to be the most cost-effective way to start your marketing department. Um, I share org chart, I share case studies on um, you know, how to build out your team, the way that I uh, organize org charts and how I reorganize org charts, all of that stuff. Again, even if you're starting with you and a virtual assistant, right? At that moment where you're ready to grow, you need to start thinking intentionally about building that team. So I hope this was helpful for you. I I don't want to see you fall into this, you know, this, this abyss of, you know, paying a little bit each month, but as that rolls up after a year, it could be tens of thousands of dollars, right? Tens of thousands of dollars that you could be spending on, you know, inexpensive executors in your marketing that don't give you any results right? And if you take that budget and maybe are a little bit more strategic, maybe you don't even have to spend that much more money, right? It's just about being strategic about getting key folks in to help you set up things really well um, so you can start seeing those results. So 
We'll be back here next week for more Marketing for Startups podcast. Thank you for joining me today. And I cannot wait to see you back here for more marketing goodness. And sign up for the workshop on the July 11th. It's good. It's guys, it's so good. It's so worth it. Um, and I would love to see you in there. And it's totally free. All right. See you next week. You did it. You made it to the end of the episodes. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member, and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you, and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.